You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 131. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you're all doing really well and as always I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts. So this week I'm going to be talking about how everyone grieves differently and it's true everyone grieves differently and you know what it's okay. Despite the widely held belief in the stages of grief and the predetermined notions of how we should all move through the grieving process, honestly, grief is different for everyone. Now, we may experience some common emotions, but not in the same order or within a certain time period and definitely not in the same way. For some, you know, grief can be a very hard and emotionally difficult experience. They might feel a wide range of emotions such as anger, guilt, loneliness, and they might have a deep yearning for the person who's died or who's left. They also might have uncontrollable bouts of crying. They might feel rage or withdraw and isolate. And you know, others may experience less intense emotions. They might spend hours lost in thought, thinking about the person who's died or left. And they may not cry or openly talk about their feelings. And just because they don't cry doesn't mean that they don't feel pain. You know, they might like to do something like journaling or take long walks or maybe create beautiful drawings, paintings or even pieces of music. These different patterns of grief are just that. They're different and are simply expressions of the fact that each person copes with loss in their own personal way. So therefore, there's no right or wrong way and there's no better or worse. Now, Mandy and I sat down and had a chat and she told me that months after her daughter's death in 2006, she really struggled with the notion that her family members were not grieving in what she thought was the right way. She said, For the most part, I felt bitter because my husband and my two other children didn't openly cry or talk about a death like I did. And at times I'd feel really angry and frustrated. And I knew that they were hiding their feelings and I could see that they were in pain. 
So I thought it best if I stopped trying to get them to talk. And I tried to hide my feelings. But honestly, by doing that, it started to make me feel very lonely, even in my own home. So I took it upon myself to try and figure out things. So I started to read lots of books, which led me to join a support group. And I found that talking about my unbearable pain really seemed to help. But I still found myself feeling frustrated because I felt myself comparing my grief to others. I felt that losing a child was the worst thing that could ever happen. It's different from losing a spouse or a parent or a sibling or anything you love and cared about. I was comparing the parents in my group who'd had different circumstances than me, which included how long it had been since their child died, or the age of the child, or the circumstance, or the death. I just couldn't help myself because all as I wanted to do was figure out the right way to grieve, and it was driving me nuts. But one day, I'll never forget it, a woman in our group talked about the death of her daughter and how she grieved very differently from a husband and a son. She understood that each of their relationships with a daughter was very different from hers. And it was right then that the penny dropped for me. Those words helped me to understand that we are not grieving the person, but rather the relationship with that person. And every relationship is unique. It was like a breath of fresh air for me. Finally, I found I could let it go because I now understood my way of grieving is very different from my husband's and my children. And there's no right way to grieve and that different ways of grieving are not always wrong. So you see, Grief is based on emotions and on your personal relationship to who or what was lost. Each person and relationship is different, which means that how we deal with each loss will be different as well. And this is particularly evident, especially when you look at family members who've experienced the same loss. And it's not unusual to hear one family say to another, I don't feel like I'm grieving right, because they may compare their grieving to other family members. But since every relationship is different, even in the same family, each person's response to that loss will be very different as well. You know, one family member They might throw themselves into the work as a way to take the mind off their loss. Another member of the family, they might find it hard to get out of bed in the morning and it doesn't, they just don't feel like doing anything. Does it mean that one is right and the other is wrong? No, it just means that they're dealing with their grief differently. 
And, you know, for those parents who've lost a child, you might find that one parent wants to talk and bring up the child's name in nearly every sentence they have, while the other parent totally avoids saying their name. But does this mean that one parent cared more about the child than the other? No. Again, this is just another example of different coping mechanisms. Everyone responds differently because when we were children, we may have been taught that there is a difference of how we should respond as a man or a woman. And just because others respond differently than you doesn't mean that they're not hurting as well. Unfortunately, because of our lack of correct information around loss and grief, many people are still not aware that each of us responds differently to each loss. And quite often, there's a perception that others in the family didn't care as much as you did. And it's down to that misinformation. It's one of the reasons that some families seem to fall apart. You know, rather than bickering over how others are coping or arguing over who's hurting the most, surely a better solution would be to accept that each is hurting and coping in their own way and doing the best they can. That can help you to realise the best thing to do is take action to move forward and help yourself. Now, taking action requires a change of mindset, and that involves changing a familiar behaviour pattern of assuming that our response is right, and because others are responding differently, well, they're wrong. It certainly requires courage and willingness to take the right action. But I can tell you when you do, you will be able to enjoy fond memories of the past rather than worrying about a future, which is very different than the one you'd planned. So the key thing to remember is that everyone's grief is different, even with a shared loss. And rather than letting that pain hinder any ongoing relationships, you have the option of taking the grief recovery action. You know, there's no right or wrong way to grieve. And don't let anyone give you a time frame, category or a stage for how long you should be in emotional pain. You know why? You just might get stuck there. Your emotions are normal natural and unique to you and recovery is dependent on the work that you are willing to do. Okay you lovely people that is it for this week's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. If you'd like to find out more about my services and programs then please visit my website givegriefachance.com there you can drop me an email, ask a question or share your story via voice message and I'll be happy to play it on the podcast. And while you're over on my website, why don't you check out my free gifts to you? There's a guided meditation to help you sleep, 
a grief recovery ebook with 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to move through it, plus my fillable grief worksheets, which will help you to process your memories, thoughts and emotions. So please feel free to use them. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. And last but not least, I'd like to invite any women who might be struggling with their grief to come and join us in a safe and nurturing group on Facebook. It's called Life After Loss with Diane Morgan. And I would be honoured if you would come and join us and give your grief a voice. Okay, my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week. Thank you.